Okay, check one, two, baby. Red Hawk recap, episode 12. I'm happy to be here. Real happy to be here. I feel... I feel way more fucking clear-headed. I don't know. I've been taking a little break from weed. I really want to load up a nice bag of smoke right now. And when I say bag of smoke, it's vaporized herb. So there's technically no smoke. I just call it smoke. Um... Same thing under the mighty, the stores in Bickle, fucking fire. I always talk about that shit, but God, I feel like with the weed, I get a little bit too nice. I get a little bit too nice. Without the weed, I stay a little bit focused, a little bit more. I can feel my testosterone fucking running, ready to kill. And, uh, well, this comes out today, so I'm probably com competing right now at the Worlds. So the little break from weed's nice. But also, it's not nice. I get home, and I'm like, fuck, I just want to get high and chill, baby. But when I get high, it's easy for me to talk myself into getting a little snack here and there. Come on, enjoy life, bud. Life's short. Get a little snack. Don't stress so much. So, a little break's good. I think, yep, Friday at 11 I go. And uh, that's that. That's that. The ADCC trials are in a month too, November 7th. They're a little bit different though. IBJJF Worlds, um, you can pull guard. You can pull guard in the ADCC trials. You get a negative point for pulling guard. Um, the time the time limit in, in, in the ADCC trials is six-minute qualifying rounds with a three-minute overtime if it's a draw. The first three minutes is no points. So it's sub only the first three minutes. Um... Second three minutes. Who in the fuck is calling me? Is it Art? No, it's not Art. It's from New York. I'm going to answer it. New York. New York. Yellow. Rachel from Dealer Services. I always get that. What is it? It's the fucking scam. <laughs> I'll get you in full next week. Uh, Yeah. Trials, first three minutes, no points. Second three minutes with points, negative and positive points. Overtime, three minutes, negative and positive points. Yeah. So it's a little bit more fast-paced, hard fucking hand fighting, hard wrestling. It's a little bit more physical. I think the world is going to be physical too, especially at my weight. I don't think many guys are going to be pulling guard. And then the finals in the trials is eight minutes four, with four minutes overtime. First four minutes, no positive points. Only negative points will be counted. Hmm, that's interesting. So, yeah, okay, so you pull guard, you get a negative point. Second four minutes with points, negative and positive points. Overtime, four minutes, negative and positive points. But, yeah, so especially at the black belt level, ADCC is a little different. It's a little bit more like, like I said, wrestling, hand fighting, trying to break your partner, make him real tired. So these next four weeks after this, I'll be wrestling a lot. Be wrestling a lot, trying to get everything up and running. Uh, so the yeah, the worlds you can pull guards a, a little different. The pace is a little different, I think. Still super tactical. IBJJF, you can't just fucking go ham, go ham and go hard. You especially black belts, you got to be really smart and tactical with the points and tactical with the times and tactical with going out of bounds. There's a lot of thinking going on in it. That's why I, I kind of like it. It's pretty sweet. Um, yeah, I think it transfers over to fighting well too. Knowing, being able to think and be smart 
whether you're up, whether you're down, it's just hard to say in, in fighting though, because you don't want those judges are fucking looking at every judge is different. Half the judges don't even know where the fuck they're at. I think half the judges are boxing judges too. So it's tough in MMA. Um, let's start our day here with a little bit of James clear three, two, one. This one, this little article here is on mental toughness, self-awareness and providing value. Number one, the fastest way to raise your level of performance is cut your number of commitments in half. That's good. There's just always so much going on. And especially the bigger Sean gets, the more like YouTube vids start popping, the, the uh, podcast is popping, and now we're getting offered to do like the live shows for the podcast. Um, and when you hang around those those people that do vlogs for a living, it, it makes you want to do that too. Because <laughs> it's like literally you just get to have fun, record it, be funny, and then get paid. But it's hard to do both, especially fighting at a high level, competing in jiu-jitsu at a high level too. It's hard to do both because a lot of focus goes into those YouTube videos. Like Steve will do it, the Nelk boys. As soon as they release their video once a week, they're thinking about the next video. They're planning out the next video. They're, they're getting going for the next video. So it's not like it's a, oh, yeah, you can just do it here and there if you want to be successful at it. And I think that goes for anything. Art. Hey, uh, my buddy's coming on this, this one show. You can sit right there. But we're trying to decide if we're going to make him not shown. So then you can really say whatever you want. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, is that my? I can't hear him on the mic. Try again. Should I put these uh, headphones yeah. on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other things, and your your mind's wandering all over the place. I feel like you're just gonna slowly grow in all those things. But if you want to do something good, you really gotta focus. That's why I said the whole, everything with Sean. Like we can do these vlogs for OnlyFans, and then do do these vlogs and start making money. But we gotta really dial in our focus. Because those vlogs take a lot of fucking mental energy. Um, you, you start thinking about them. You start thinking, oh, what would be good for a vlog? And you're not thinking about improving your skills. You're not thinking about how am I going to recover best so I can train hard as fuck tomorrow. Um, do you ever find that, Jay, to where it's like you're getting too many commitments to where you have to cut them down? I remember back in the day, you were smart about it. You know what I mean? When we were, when we were talking about it, not getting too many commitments, because you have the opportunity to make a lot of money doing different people's podcasts, doing people's vlogs and make that money. But you have your goals dialed in pretty good. You know, do you ever run into that? Yeah. All the time. I always feel like super overwhelmed at times. I mean, I haven't lately. I feel like I've gotten my workflow and my, uh, kind of daily things that I do. But yeah, like you said, I could be doing way more, but then, that makes me stress, and then I'm not training as much jujitsu, and then I'm not working on my brand, and then I'm not working as hard on the Timbo Sugar Show or the Red Hawk. Yeah. So like, yeah, just I'm just pretty like, like how that essentialism book talks about, like just kind of basically what it's saying is like don't take on too much commitments or too many things. Yeah. And with training, it's hard because you can't really be half in with training. Yes. Like, it's not only the training; it's all the recovery too. Yeah. If you're fucking with your sleep and all, and your diet starts uh, slipping, it's like. Yeah. Well, 
in, especially if you if you want to be competitive with jujitsu, I guess depending on what it is, or competitive with YouTube or competitive with anything, you need to be dialed in because the guys that are winning at in jujitsu, they're doing it all day, every day, twice a day usually, or working out at least twice a day, lifting and then doing their jujitsu at night. So those guys are dialed in. So if you go into a tournament and you're half-assed in it, you're going to get the half-assed results. Especially in that kind of shit. Especially in fighting, in jiu-jitsu, in that kind of stuff. Um, I know. I feel like to be a world champ, you have to fucking train full-time. And it's like, yeah. I have yep. so much other shit going on that I have to be realistic. You know what I mean? I would have to be like... I feel like if I wanted to be a world champ, I wouldn't be able to do pods or... Focus yeah. on my jiu-jitsu, I would have to just all 100%. You know what I mean? Yep. Well, the cool thing about what we're doing, the opportunity we have, we have opportunity to make a lot of money. You don't have to work. You train. A lot of these kids that are doing the jiu-jitsu, that's all they fucking got. Mm. That's all they fucking got. And if they win a medal and get a sponsorship, that's huge for them. But we we have the opportunity in some other places, which is kind of nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're pretty lucky yeah. in that way. Um, okay, here we go. Let's go number three on James Clear. You're only as mentally tough as your life demands you to be. An easy life fashions a mind that can only handle ease. A challenging life builds a mind that can handle challenge. Like a muscle that atrophies without use, mental strength fades unless it is tested. When life doesn't challenge you, challenge yourself. That's good. That's fucking good. God, because it's so peachy when you're... When you're, I feel like it's more peachy after you say diet for a tournament and work hard for a tournament or work hard for a fight and diet for a fight. And then after having that, that, that peacefulness, you get to enjoy it more. You really fucking enjoy yeah. it compared to if you always keep it so peachy and relaxed and my life's really easy. You're not challenging yourself anywhere. For sure. Yeah. No, the daily like little stressors, like whether it's training, lifting, or even doing the little cold plunge. Like, just whatever I could do to make myself uncomfortable, that's when I feel the best. And, like, if I try and go, like, on a little vacation or something and I haven't been putting in the work, I can't really enjoy it as much. Yeah. Enjoy the time off. Well, yeah. And especially you just were sick for how many days? Like a a whole week. Whole week. But doing, like, shit like that makes you fucking grateful for being ready to rumble. But dude, that's another thing where where anyone has the opportunity to be able to train jujitsu. Usually, I know black belts with one leg. Um, my buddy old Tom will probably have him on the show. We had him on the on the Timbo Sugar Show years ago, but it got taken down because I don't know if we were talking about cocaine too much or something. <laughs> but he has a fucking pacemaker and he's seventy years old or older. I'm not even hundred percent sure, but he still trains, makes himself uncomfortable. Goes on bike rides, making makes himself uncomfortable, and you can tell with his attitude. He comes in there and he's not acting Mister Pathetic. He's always fucking happy and grateful. But I think that is so important, and I think that's where a lot of these fucking little these little kids get all this anxiety and then de- then depression and stuff because they're just not doing anything challenging. Yeah, nothing that challenges them, and then. You get to that young age and they do something challenging and the mom's like, no, 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 he doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. Stop, 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 stop. Give him his, give him his little, uh, little game boy. Who is it now? Oh, it's Big Ray. What up, Big Ray? Uh, we're recording a pod right now. Oh, shit, shit. Sorry about that, buddy. All right, I'll give you a jingle in a bit. 
All right, see you back. Bye bye. Yeah, that's a good one. I'll read it one more time. You're only mental as tough as your life demands you to be, okay? An easy life fashions a mind that can only handle ease. Challenging life builds a mind that can handle challenge. That's good. Um, okay, next Japanese writer, Haruku Murakamami. On kindness, kindness, and disagreement. Always remember that to argue and win is to break down the reality of the, the person you're arguing against. It is painful to lose your reality, so be kind even if you're right. That's good. That's a tough one, though. It is, especially when you're right a lot. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I, f- I find that problem a lot. Do you really? Because I don't remember last time I was wrong. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel you, yeah. Especially with your girls. You ever find that, uh, Jay, with uh, Nisa? Yeah, sometimes I just stay quiet. That's like always my thing. I'm just like, all right, like I just don't say nothing. Yeah, yeah. But I'll try to look at. I'll try my hardest to be like, well, let me see your perspective. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like sometimes I'll stop myself from like making a smart remark. You know, I'll be like, okay, shit. Because if I say that, it's gonna turn into like mm-hmm. I'm more of a, like a bicker than like a conversation. So Which if, a lot of people can't do that. Yeah, they so just fucking spit out whatever comes to their mind, so and then I'll it causes to, this. Yeah. I think I'm like, uh, I mean, that's, that's good, that. dude. Well, I think also because like when we're having a conversation, the amount of times we joke and then like if I'm talking to a girl, I'll try and joke the same way. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work. Oh, God. She's like, what the fuck you pig? <laughs> You're dark. <Damn. laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like um, you have to be like a more reserved person. I don't know. It's It's tough. It's crazy how rare it is for people to just be fucking rational it's 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 a rare thing and if you run into someone who's just actually the rational let me look at the definition of rational based on or according with reason or logic just looking at something and being rational about it not fucking going crazy but based off how you were conditioned or how you program you're reacting to it or just getting reactions this person getting reactions out of you and you're just going crazy but i think that's a that's a powerful thing. But being right and making the person, ugh, it fucking stings you when you're wrong. But then, really, it shouldn't sting you when you're wrong because you're just fucking learning. You're the one that should be thankful. Our egos. Ooh. Um. Okay. Will this matter in six months? Yeah. Okay. So we're, we're here with my friend. We're trying to, we might make him, uh, just for this episode. Anonymous, yeah. He's a <laughs> Tinder expert, shall we say. Oh. <laughs> um, he's had many kills on Tinder. Many kills. So, okay. So well, I'd say Tinder, out, out of everything, is probably the lowest percentage. Really? Sure. I'd say something like Bumble is a lot higher. So, okay. Okay, usually my opening lines, they probably can tell I'm 31 years old. Because saying hip with the hip with the language, if I stay hip, if I say like start opening line, hip with the language, like let's link low key, <laughs> let's link low key. Uh, what's that would actually one? probably work better than what you're saying. Really? Let's serious. link low key, no cap. Because And they say, is this motherfucker trying too hard? Or? Well, let's say on, on Tinder, right? Like you match with a girl, you know, she thinks you're attractive. If she matched with you, you, you already know she thinks you're attractive. Mm-hmm. So at that point, it's like, okay, you can either say, 
you can either throw like a rapid fire to like 30 girls, like let's hang out, let's hang out. Mm-hmm. One of them is going to bite. That's right off the bat you say that. Right off the bat, yeah. Mm. Be- because you- you're going to you're gonna catch one of them when maybe they're horned up when you're mm-hmm. scrolling. That's true. And, and they respond, they give you their snap, and then you go from there. But for- First snap you send. A uh, little like half the, smirk. Maybe or, a little nude. Um, a down low cockpit. <laughs> a full body cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> Your cock's just bent. Oh, fucking. Um, no, it, that's it, the thing. You, you could usually tell by by how the girl looks. Like okay. what she's going to like. I don't know. I feel like I have so, a sixth sense for that. Are you matching with girls that a lot of the girls I match with are... In their late 20s, early 30s, with a kid. Uh, sometimes some young chicks. And that's when I hit them with the fucking low-key link. Uh, no cap shit. And I, I feel they can sense it's not real. But I like that. Rapid fire, let's hang out to 30 chicks. But the 30 chicks I'd be saying that to, in no disrespect, but they're pretty heavy. That's okay. I say. <laughs> So, well, see, personally, like, if somebody's trying to get some, just like a quick little hookup, like, if you go on Bumble, the girls have to message you first. So let's say I match with a girl on Bumble, and she sends me some hearty eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, immediately, I'm just going to get her number, and it's it's almost like a guaranteed smash, because the girls have to go to you first. And you, you really like to lead the girls on like it's going to be something, don't you? <laughs> Usually. Do you? But sometimes I'll fall for them. Because the whole goal is, is for me personally, like, I don't have a girlfriend. I, I don't have to not talk to the girl after. Like, yeah. I, I'm trying to build a roster mm-hmm. pretty much. Like, I want to, like, five. Monday, Monday through Friday, yeah. Like a, a little <laughs> a little Tuesday night yeah. or something. Yep. So every Tuesday, it's God. like, okay, I got that one. Mm-hmm. So you have That's to nice. build some type of relationship. Like, can't just be a piece of shit like you. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah right, yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah. One thing you told me to do when smashing biscuits is use the wand while you're smashing biscuits. Dude, if you guys changer. don't know, heard of the magic wand, it's... It, uh, Supposedly, it's been the number one sex toy for 10 years. And yeah, you put you, that little vibration on that puss, and they go wild. Sometimes, at, I, while you're pounding, the, there's no comparison. Like, the girl will fall in love with you after that. Because she's never experienced. Like, yeah. maybe she does it with, with just herself, and then you're fucking her while she's doing that. And so then she's like, got this nine-inch cock in her at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, but some girls, some girls, I didn't know, like some girls clit, you can like really beat it up and some girls are really sensitive about it. Yeah. Depends so that weathered or not. Oh, okay. Okay. If it's been beat. <laughs> if it's been beat. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're in a different spot cause you're at what? 24, 24 single guy in an apartment. Um, yeah, you're in a different spot, which is nice. Fuck, that's nice, dude. I bet that's nice. It is. It is. But sometimes it, it gets old, you know? I bet. I bet. 
but, but a couple of the girls build like relationships with, but do you tell them just say, what's your excuse when they're wanting to be something more? What do you usually say? Well, usually I'll just keep, keep leading them on. <laughs> you say get ghost? No. Um, usually I'll, uh, I'll just be 100% honest. Like, And say what? It's just not what I'm trying to do. Like maybe in the future, which is me saying that is probably wrong. Hmm. So it gives um, them a false hope. It gives them a false hope. <laughs> wow. Wow. But... You just have to say that's not what you really want. And personally, I've noticed like the less in- interest I show a girl, like the, the more that she wants me. Yeah. And the less that I talk to her, the more that she, she wants my mm-hmm. attention. She's as a little challenge. Because they're used to just like guys just f- always want yeah. wanting them and fucking being too needy and shit. So, yeah. Yeah, it almost makes it kind of worse. Like if you mm-hmm. do not deny that, I remember back. I it was always a good excuse to be like, okay, hey, I'm I'm concentrating on fighting right now, and I don't want to concentrate on a relationship. And that kept me clear for a little bit. And then the girls would keep keep working for it, and um, that was a good little excuse. So that could be a little good good excuse too, huh? Yeah, folks on jits, folks on building your business. Sometimes. They get over it, and then they may not want to talk to you anymore, and then you'll you'll lose that one. But so, are you maxing out on swipes, or are you just swiping the ones you like? Right now, just swiping the ones I like because, like, it's different. Like, if you haven't gotten any puss in a few months, like you you definitely should max out all your swipes. But yeah, get your swagger going, girls. Already, like, you don't have to be desperate, really. Yeah. And you prefer girls that like giving rimmers, correct? <laughs> uh, what's, the, what's the difference from Tinder and Instagram, though? Why don't you treat Instagram like Tinder? Oh, dude, in- Instagram's probably my favorite. Is it? I I, I prefer it, honestly. Uh, but yeah, well, good rimmer. Well, uh, no, no, on Instagram, so... Tinder, I feel like it's easy because they you're on there for a reason, and they if they like you and you like them, then that's step one. But I guess Instagram, if a girl shoots you a follow or shoots you a couple likes, there's your fucking little line right there. Well, Instagram, you could get high hotter girls, I think, higher quality girls. So you're saying all I your guess. Tinder and Bumble girls are trashy? I wouldn't say that, <laughs> but I found a few tens, but. <laughs> Um, I don't see. I don't think that I respect women a lot more than you, though. So, but I've just noticed on on Instagram or in person, it's just higher quality girls. Yeah, yeah, fucking A's, dude. It's really, really changed. That's why I'd love to talk to Tom and and old Tom and see how was his, like, how did he get puss? I wonder if it was harder to get puss back then or easier to get puss because. The only way you could get puss is talking to people and everyone talked to everyone. Nowadays, it's just like, fuck, this girl's hot on Tinder. Every one of her pics is hot from the neck up. But real life. She's a cow. She's, and nothing wrong with a, a sexy cow. Well, for, for you, yeah. So you have a little something against heavier well, women? You like a little bit more heavy set. I do. 
I do. Well, I'm not going to say I do because I like all sorts of girls. What's your, your main type, uh, Jay? <laughs> okay 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 yeah i'm all over the boards i'm all over the boards there's not like there's not a type for me but think there's not a we're, type. we're not going out every weekend and partying or like going to clubs or in college yeah so it's harder like if you're in college mm-hmm. you probably should be smashing more biscuits like easily by just not even having a tinder bumble just Going to parties, yeah. Or whatever. Girls letting loose at the parties, but uh, it's different because our lives are set up like we just train so much. That's like our main focus. Yeah, we don't really go out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and do shit like that. Yeah, for sure. It's fucking crazy. Bare knuckle fighter Justin Thornton dies after su- suffering knockout loss at BKFC twenty. One-time BKFC fighter Justin Thornton has died following a brutal knockout loss suffered at his lone fight for the promotion back in August. He was 38 years old. BKFC issued a statement, passed away several weeks after his fight. Oh, okay. So was, this morning we were very sad and notified. Thornton could be... Hmm. I wonder why the fuck he died. I yeah. wonder if he had, like, previous... His health wasn't good. He was hospitalized after the knockout loss. The fight lasted just 19 seconds, with Thornton falling face first to the canvas after he was knocked out during a rapid fire exchange in the middle of the ring. says here he was paralyzed from the knockout. Partially paralyzed after the fight and he remained hospitalized for several weeks after the event took place. Oh my God. While also fighting off an infection from a spinal cord injury. So that's where it could have been bad. He's already fighting off of infection Mm. from a spinal cord injury. Damn. Because usually... Before a fight, the doctors will take you back there, ask you a bunch of questions. They'll have you do some squats. They'll have you do some different positions. They'll have you do some different balancing stuff to check if you're fit to fight. Damn. I'm I'm surprised. I guess I'm not, but I... BKFC. Throughout his career, Thornton was 6-18, and 18, competing in several regional promotions with fights against number of recognizable names. Um... Yeah, he's just must have been fighting for a paycheck. Shitty, like bad fucking health. Already had an infection going in. But it's crazy. In all of the UFC fights, no one died after a KO. Like some of those KOs, it's like, holy fuck. Like Hendo, when he knocked out Bisping, I was like, how the fuck is that motherfucker not dead, dude? Um, Crazy shit. In other news, they find, they said... Poirier versus Charles Oliveira on the December 11th card. Holy fuck, what a sick fucking card, dude. Who wins that fight, Jay? Who you got? I got my boy Dustin. Because I remember I uh, Charles Dustin got too. clipped. He got clipped like from uh, Chandler, and I feel like Dustin is has better hands than Chandler, don't you think? Yeah, for sure. Just, Dif- different style, but definitely better, I cleaner think boxer. going to piece up Charles. Avoid the takedown, piece up Charles. And then you watch Charles against fucking Kevin Lee, though. You're like, holy fuck. He just walks forward, doesn't give a fuck, throwing long knees up the middle. Man, what a sick fight, dude. You know what would have been sicker, though? Connor. Is if it was Connor versus Oliveira <laughs> in the Raider Stadium, dude. Charles just chokes out Connor. Is oh. that the same card as uh, Sean's fight? Yeah. yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, it's pretty stacked. It got Charles, Amanda, Brandon, Dominic Cruz, Pedro, Cody. Yeah, it's fucking stacked, dude. It's gonna be such a sick card, and what a good match for Sean too. Paiva, I was looking him up a bit. Very fucking tough kid, obviously. But he stands there. He fucking stands there with an orthodox stance. Similar to like, he's got a great record. Similar to like Thomas Almeida had a great record. He'll have a little bit more confidence coming in because he's coming off a win against Kyler. But again, I just it's just hard with Sean to mimic, have a sparring partner mimic Sean. It's hard. He's so fucking good from both stances and he'll sting you from both sides. And uh, Paiva's a black belt on the ground. But that's mostly what we're doing is just fucking straight jujitsu. So get his legs in shape, get his arms in shape to punch for 15 minutes, stay off the fence, really dance on him. And I think it's going to be a great matchup, which will be fucking sweet. And that Paiva, he had a pretty, it was a pretty close fight with Kyler, right? Could have gone either way, you think? Yeah, I think Kyler won. Kyler, who's a fucking like stud, especially in the gym, in, in fights too. Fucking stud. He's been training jujitsu since he was three years old. Um, 10 aided Paiva in that first round. Just beat the fucking tar out of Paiva. And I think he for sure thought he had him finished. So he emptied his gas tank in the first round. And I forgot who I read it from. It was some expert though. But you can like drain a, I forgot the percentage, a big percentage of your cardio in like two, three minutes. Like even if you're in really good shape, you can burn a lot of it in the first first couple minutes if it's just explosion and nonstop and you're not breathing right and it's just blah, 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 boom. But I think Kyler's going to learn a lot from that fight with just being patient and hurting the motherfucker. That's why I'll always make sure with Sean when we're doing pads, like we know we're going to hurt the guy. You, you know you're going to hurt the guy. So when you hurt the guy, you don't need to go fucking crazy. You don't need to go crazy and try to finish him and empty your gas tank. Hurt him and fucking just keep hurting him for 15 minutes. When the finish is really there, we'll go in for the finish. But he's really smart about that. And he's Sean's really aware of his uh his breathing and his his conditioning, which uh which will be good. Yeah, but I thought Kyler won the fight too. But sick fight, and he trains at Team Alpha Male, so he's gonna have a a, a good training camp probably. He's gonna come in shape, he's gonna come ready to go, and it's gonna be Sweet. Damn. So the richest people in the world right now, Elon Musk, net worth is $209 billion. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, Jeff Bezos, $191 billion. So Elon's Elon took the first, huh? Yeah. Yeah, Elon's first. That's yeah. wild. It is fucking wild. But, dude, they're, they're saying just how hard it is to get a Tesla now. Just because they're so backordered. They're getting so many orders are so backordered. And driving that car, dude, you see why. It's like my my electricity bill went up $40 from charging it every night. Literally no more gas stations, dude. Yeah, that's Unless nice. I'm getting rubbers and smokes. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking on YouTube. They have a little uh, documentary on Tesla's like $5 billion headquarters. It looks fucking. Crazy. Did they give a tour of it? Yeah. Damn, Isn't it crazy this time? that uh, I think they went. They almost or they did go bankrupt, like Tesla, Elon did when he first. Yeah. His first couple of years. Oh, dude, his story is insane, dude. 
In fucking sane. Number three is Bernard Arnault. Who's that? $156 billion. He's a French businessman, investor, and an art collector. He's the chairman and chief executive of some, oh, Louis Vuitton SE, the world's largest luxury goods company. Arnold is, as of 19, September 21, the third richest person in the world. Damn. Mark Zuckerberg, 128 billy. What does that motherfucker do every day? Mark Zucks. I think, isn't he the owner of Facebook and Insta? Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg is an American media magnate, internet entrepreneur, and philanthropist. He is known for co-founding Facebook Inc. and serves as its chairman, chief executive officer, and controlling shareholder. Man. Do you ever watch Social Network, like the movie about Facebook? No, I didn't watch the whole thing. Is it good? He just started it, like, when it first was a thing. It was more just to hook up with people. It was like a Tinder before Tinder. Damn. And then it turned into what it is now. So he's 37 years old. I wonder if he gets much puss. Well, when you have that kind of cheddar, dude, you can pay for puss, and it's no fucking, no fucking ordeal. I watched the podcast with uh, Dan Bilzerian, the Full Send podcast. Oh, yeah, oh, that, that was, was a good one. one. That is a good one. What a what a trippy life that dude's lived. But it doesn't seem like from just his interviews that he's just any happier than anyone else. I know. But he probably has those moments that it where it's real high highs. Well, I remember him saying like, for him to go to like a, a uh, I think it was like the nicest restaurant is just not even that exciting to him anymore. Like just all the nicest shit just doesn't really excite him because his baseline is so high. Yeah. So he's just used to like the best of the best. I don't always, know. It just always. Just kind of desensitizes you. Even getting the bombest puss. Like you see a 10 out of 10, it's like, eh. Yeah, it's it's a weird, weird fucking outlook. Especially watching the 90 Day Fiance the other way. It's it's a fucking show. It's hilarious. And yes, they're it's real, JX. <laughs> Jay thinks they're actors. That shit's fake. No, it's real. not, dude. It's, fake as fuck. it's not. If those guys if that was fake and those guys were actors, then they would be fucking good actors. You never see them in any other movies. Just a one off. But dude, they're so obsessed. A lot of it is older people, like older that are just so desperate for like compatibility and and marriage, but it's insane. They don't even get along at all. But they're just just they need to get married. They just need to get married. Like marriage is gonna make everything fucking better. But these people, instead of the the foreigner moving over to U.S., they're moving over to their country. And those third world countries, dude, this is the average way of living is so insane. Damn, it's so fucking ex- insane. And then you think about the way we live, like. All of our lives and all of our houses are just so luxurious and living like kings in those countries. That's fucking insane, dude. So how how do they meet the person? Online. Oh. Online. Um, yeah, start chatting. And I don't know. It's a trippy fucking show. I'm like, holy hell. Tim, have you been watching a Squid Game? No, is it good? <laughs> yeah, you should watch it. It's pretty, pretty trippy. Good. Do you watch it with the subtitles or do you watch it just... Uh, it's, uh, it's dubbed over, so it has uh, English over. Yeah. Schmitty was saying he doesn't... He watches the Chinese version. Or is it Japanese? I don't know. I think it's... That yeah, version. It's and reads the subtitles. I just... I, I think I would, Netflix automatically did it because we just clicked on it and oh. it was like... 
Uh, people already talked over the voice, like in English, so we don't have to read. So oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that show was pretty trippy. Is it good? You I don't know if you'd it. like it, though. Why? Because you would die in the first <laughs> round. <laughs> yeah. Is it intense? It might just be a bit yeah. too young. It's kind of fucked up. Is it? I, I think you should watch it. I think you like it. Dude. I think it's too young for him. You think so? It can't be near as fucked up as this goddamn vaccine. He's more into 90 Day Fiance. I know. (laughs) No, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. It's an old man show. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number four on the, or number six on the list, 122 billion Lawrence Edward Page. He's an American business magnate, computer scientist, and internet entrepreneur. He's best known as one of the co-founders of Google, Alondra Sergey Brin. Hmm. Jesus Christ, dude. That's a fucking absurd amount of money. Like, if you had that kind of money in the bank, what would you do? I I would. I feel like... Because would people would treat you different. Every sure. single person you fucking meet would treat you their nicest way. So you'd, it's almost like you'd have to, have, have, have to like close off your friends or something. Well, you'd have to actively seek out shit that makes you uncomfortable. Like, or else your, your life would get so comfortable and peachy that you're you depressed see, anyway. You could see why they get so depressed. Yeah. Yeah. He's got two children. And... Yeah, that kind of money, dude. Especially if you get horned up, you're like, I pay for sex. Oh, I'd be paying. I wonder if those guys though that are like like a Zuckerberg or Elon Musk, like if they actually they're that rich, but if they have the time, like do they have free time? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or are they always working twenty four seven? And what do they do with their free time? Like do they they have nothing they're into except just hustling for money, hustling for the next business deal because that's what they've done their whole life. Um Number seven on the list is Sergey Brin. He's a Russian, is American business magnate, computer scientist, and an internet entrepreneur. Together with Larry Page, damn, so they're just buddies, top dogs. He co-founded Google. Brin was the president of Google's parent company, Alphabet Inc. I need to find one of those, um, what is it called? Like, is it a server? Not, not Google or Safari where they monitor everything that pops up that you search. I want to find, I think Ben Greenfield talks one talks about one where it's a site that everything pops up. What is that fucking called? There, there's one called uh, Bright Eon or something like that. Something um, like that and then you just make it your main browser. Yeah, it's just like. Just gives you viruses. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, uh, especially with the dark shit you're into, it'll oh, all God. pop up. <laughs> Me? Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, I saw something about how YouTube, like anything that's anti-vaccine, they're just gonna start taking off now. Dude, shit God like damn! It's just like Paul's been sending me these videos. <laughs> I don't. I almost don't even want to fucking play it because it might get taken down on here. <laughs> Will it? I don't know. I don't think so. Fuck it. This fucking message. I don't even want to talk about the vaccine that much. I really yeah, don't. Patreon people get shit, people shit. get annoyed about it and shit. But even this one where I sent me deaths among teenagers have increased by forty seven percent since they started getting the COVID nineteen vaccine, according to official 
ONS data. But then it, uh, the video Paul sent me was saying how all these higher ups and all these different people are getting exempt from the vaccine. They don't need to get it. They don't need to get it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to fucking talk about it again. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> Off camera shit. God, dude. You just talk about it on the red hot. I, you see how like our parents and stuff get fired up about it because I feel myself getting oh, fired up. I it's get like, fired up about it. Dude, it's like, what the fuck does our point of view matter at all? Oh, it matters. It doesn't. It's I know. Like, but it's like, why do we get fired up anyway? Like, it just gives us cares? something to get fired up about. I don't really get fired up about it. I just, I just meditate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> Um, number nine on the list is Steve Anthony Ballmer is an American businessman and investor who served as the chief executive officer of Microsoft 2000, 2014. He's the current owner of the Los Angeles Clippers of the NBA. He was the ninth richest person in the world. Ballmer was hired by Bill Gates at Microsoft in 1980. Damn, he looks like fucking grease. I've heard some shit about Bill Gates. Paul goes off yeah, about Bill Gates. Yeah, that's what I heard. What kind of stuff? Just like how... Um, He's trying to take away all the biodynamic, like organic farming, like trying to buy buy out the farms, and uh, trying to get rid of like natural beef. Like thinks that it should all be man made, like meat that we eat. Jesus Christ! Shit like that. Yeah, I bet Paul fucking hates that. Well, oh, dude, he fucking dude, it's like. I don't know. I don't even want to go, go off on a spiel about Just it. Just go off. But it's like, off. dude, the organic food's so much different. You can taste it. You can feel it. And if you've never ate that way, then you don't know what we're talking about. Well, even compared from like sprouts to the fucking blue sky is a huge difference. And they're both organic, but. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. I like what Herberto Amenez said in the like the little jujitsu countdown. If it's like truth, then share it. Like you should share it if it's like if it's true. Like eating organically, sleeping good, staying hydrated, um, taking care of your health. Jujitsu. I feel like jujitsu is like very like that. You know what I mean? You share it because it's fucking real. And you can tell it's real and you can prove it's real. Um, that was good. So how many kills, shall I say, how many times have you gotten laid specifically from Tinder or Bumble? Me, I'm going to say maybe five. Ooh. Well, I'll say in the last year, probably like 15 maybe. So what would you say your total number is kill-wise? I'm not going to say that. <laughs> triple Didge? Yeah, right. No, not Triple Didge. God damn, Triple Didge, dude. That'd it's be up nice. there. You've been seeing the 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 drama on uh like a Schwab and Ariel going back and forth? No, I see the recommended videos on YouTube. I just don't even yeah. click on it. Like what are, what do they even be? Ariel about? went off on Schwab about Schwab saying he's hard to work with and went off on him. And then Schwab was saying about how all those MMA journalists, like, they have to interview all these huge guests because they've never, to get views, they've never been in the fire, they've never actually done anything. So they have to interview these people, and they have to talk about, like, him and Rogan to stay relevant. But, um, yeah, it's just fucking drama. Just drama, drama, drama. 
Oh, what else in the news? What else in the news? This Big Think fucking website, dude, is such an interesting website. And, and the people that are doing videos and articles on here, it's like this Noam Chomsky guy, a professor of Massachusetts, Massachusetts Institute of Technology, um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Richard Dawkins. He's a former professor of public understanding of science, Oxford University. He's like a big, uh, he's a big, what do you call it when you're, you're kind of against, not against religion, but you're the opposite of religion? Atheist. Atheist. He's a big atheist. He wrote the book, God Delusion. Aren't you atheist? <laughs> <laughs> you are. I, I'm I think atheist? You got a bit of atheist? What does atheist you? mean? You're Sam Harris. <laughs> you're, you're, is he atheist? I think he is. Look what atheist means. What it really means. A person who disbelieves or lacks belief in the existence of God or gods. But you believe in the devil. Oh, my God. <laughs> you. Well, I don't even want to talk about it. A person who dis. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm a atheist. I don't disbelieve in I'd God. I'd say you got a bit of atheism. A or, bit? But what you are you? got a bit of Buddha. I don't, say, I don't know what I am. I'm fucking just redhead scrub with fucking four eyes. I'd what are you, so. boys? Let's hear your religions. I'm everything. <laughs> oh, I'm everything. God. What are you, Jay? Same, same. I'm an, I'm an arts team. Are you everything? Mm-hmm. But you're you're satanic. You are. <laughs> you're oh, that. my God. You're the devil, G. <laughs> like that one, uh, yeah. Pazuzu. Hanging out with you fuckers <laughs> Look has up really Pazuzu turned me into that'll, something. That'll, that's Tim's God. Pazuzu, he's a fucking good that? dude, isn't Who's he? Pazuzu? Tim's God. You know damn well who Pazuzu is. <laughs> I don't. You little fucker. I'm asking for the crowd. Google him. Yeah. How do you spell that, Art? P-Z-U. P-Z-U. It's Pazuzu. P-A-Z-U-Z-U-Z-U. Z. Oh, he's a Satan. He's a Satan person. Oh, shit. So you'll like that shit. Yeah, Tim used to watch his documentaries. No, I think I think there's a lot of fucking good that comes out of. I think there's a lot of good that comes out of religion. But if you fucking just what did Naval say? Well, he said two kinds of fools: those who take religion literally, like everything they say is just literal, and those who think it has no value. Like who knows? It's hard to say. Like I probably wouldn't even be where I'm at today if it wasn't for some sort of religion like I feel like the Jehovah's Witness religion turned my dad gave him some good habits and gave him some good morals but what happened to you (laughs) (laughs) do you think think it kind of like uh, messed up your like outlook on religion like that you think everybody's kind of like delusional in a way no, I think I think it made me look into it more and read about it and read the different different religions and look them up and be like, damn, they're all similar in a lot of ways, but they just decide to change random things. Yeah, I, I think it made me look into it more. Yeah. There's this fucking crazy site. I think it's religion religion facts. Let me find it here. I think it's religionfacts.org or, or religionfacts.com. Pazuzu's fucked up. <laughs> he is. Oh, dude. Pazuzu. How did you guys hear about that? It just Tim, popped up Tim, on my YouTube search. He really? was watching a documentary or some shit. <laughs> I didn't scary, tell you dude. about it, you freak. Or did I? Do you believe in that stuff? Like the evil shit? <laughs> you think that shit's real? What do you? Well, that's just that. That or would be just another what do you mean? religion, right? 
This is a this is the the religion facts.com. There's religion comparison charts. I'm trying to find it, but it talks about it talks about all the major beliefs and how many people are in the religion. When the religion started. So this is Satanism here. <laughs> Out of all of them, you pick that one, Jake? Well, no, because it's popping up say? as Pazuzu. Oh, my bad. It looks like they're, hold on, glossary, history. Denise. But every religion's on here, like where it started, where it originated from, their major beliefs, how many of them are there. What the hell, dude? There used to be this um this chart on here that talked about it and oh. compared them. Big religion chart. I think I'm on here. Jehovah's on there. Contents. Yeah. It's a pretty trippy site. It's kind of cool. It's a really good site, dude. It's a fucking really good site. But it's crazy how how similar a lot of them are. Holiday calendar. Yeah, they definitely changed the site. I think at the core, everybody wants to be a good person. But yeah, there's like a lot of shit that... When you start seeing it like that, you're just like kind of brainwashing in a sense. But I feel like at the core, a lot of them like try to preach good stuff. You know what I mean? Like good yeah. values. And I, I think gets, so. Like, I think so. And then they, I, I think they start bending the values. If uh, like you have to do this, like once it's like a demand, then that's when it's like, what the fuck? Well, yeah. And then you start, you start, and then it starts being a money making machine. Yeah, that's true. And then the religion start turning into cults. To where the women can just only fuck the pastor, the pastor, or like <laughs> or the Je- pastor. Je- Jehovah's Witnesses, you get disfellowship, you get baptized, and you get disfellowship. Now you're not allowed to talk to your family. Yeah, how protective they get over it is kind of weird. Well, like cultish, yeah, cultish, and then calling it the truth, the truth. If you don't believe in the truth, and then making it seem for young people that if anything comes into your mind that questions it. Anything that comes in your mind that makes you kind of, it's Satan. That's Satan doing his work, trying to bring you over to the side. So as soon as you start thinking about, like, you're like, what the fuck? That's Satan in my mind. It's fucking fucked up. A lot of it's fucked up. There's a lot of Jehovah's Witness kids that get fucked up. We should try to get one on the pod. Like uh, a current one? Yeah, would they be down or no? I think so. Like my mom. She she would be down to debate, but she's just so nice. Like for her, I don't want to take it away from her because she's single. She's living in, she lives in Lethbridge, Canada, and she has her community of people that's in the religion, and she has her friends, and she has that hope and that faith of paradise that just kind of keeps her keeps her going. So it's like, yeah, I feel like with some people they're aggressive about their religion, like they kind of want to like. Push shove it, it down your yeah. throat yeah. and other people are like just chill like this is what i believe this is what i think yeah and just go about their day I yeah think it's better if you go that route you know even if so your parents or your parents were never religious my mine are really. christian they still are <laughs> i was raised as a christian boy <laughs> christian boy so Kelly boy i love the religions though or the people that are like the, these religions have their set rules, but then the people are like, no, well, that doesn't work for me, so I'm going to do it my own way. Well, it's like, well, this religion and this Bible says you need to do it this way. So are you that religion or are you yeah. not? Well, it's weird how there's like two, over 200 different types of Christianity. 
Yeah. Which is kind of weird, but Where yeah, I mean, I was raised as a Christian and. Did you guys go to church? I we went, went to, church. to church every Sunday. Dude, I went to St. Mary's. You know what that is? A private every Catholic school. It's a private Catholic school where you have to dress in code. You went and, there? Yeah, I went freshman year. And you have to take a, like, what is it? I don't even know what the class is called. It's like a Bible class. They teach you about the history of it and everything. I'd always be asleep, though. But it was pretty trippy, like, to think, like, like that type of schools, like they're private schools, like you have to pay to go there and it's high school and you have to be on dress code. And if you're out of dress code, they find you like, hey, like you're not wearing your black belt today or your shoes yeah. aren't solid white or black. They find you money? They find you. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. you had to pay 20 bucks. And if not, then it just, I think they put it on your bill of like what your parents are paying to go there type of thing. Yeah, I think, there's a, I think there's a lot of good things, like you said, a lot of good things in it. Like, okay, I found the, I found this site, Aladura. There's a million of them. Um, generally, monotheism, purpose, the purpose and meaning of life does that on all, every single religion. Strong emphasis on healing salvation in this life. Afterlife, not emphasized. Let's go to one that's just like a more popular one. Buddhism's 500 million. Based on the teachings of Siddhartha, Guatemala. <laughs> um, purpose and meaning of life is escape the cycle of rebirth and attain nirvana become a bod bodhisattva then help others attain enlightenment afterlife rebirth or nirvana nirvana is sim seen simply as a cessation of suffering by some and as a heavenly paradise by others and i think a lot of religions too they use such big words and stuff that doesn't really make sense and the people are like oh it's so it's so past my thinking, it must make sense. And then they just get lost and they just start following it. Um, Chinese religion, Christianity, there's 2.2 billion. One God who is a trinity of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. All have sinned and are thereby separated from God. Salvation is the, um, Christianity after life. Yeah, it's hard when you do... Uh like psychedelics too because the r regular religions don't really make that much sense in, in a way yeah but. so, so 6.5 million jehovah's witnesses there's one god jehovah founded by a guy named charles taze russell in 1879 who ended up not being a jehovah's witnesses but he founded it heaven for 144,000 chosen witnesses eternity on earth for other witnesses all others annihilated. No hell. Um, it's crazy though, too. Yeah, no blood transfusions. So my mom had to get a hip replacement and st stayed awake. Jeez. She didn't go under because they didn't want her to give. They didn't give her blood transfusions. And there's some Jehovah's Witnesses that take their kids in there and they'd be like, the kid needs blood from someone else to wow. survive. And they won't put them under. Yeah. Damn. What if they die? They're just like I know, is and there that, time that's to go? a thing. <laughs> and then there's this also this this rule in the Jehovah's Witness culture that if a kid says they got raped by someone, there needs to be two witnesses. So they're just raping everybody. I, that's fucked. It's up. fucked up. Dude. Did you get raped, Tim? <laughs> I'm sorry, I did. <laughs> Definitely that. So, um, but okay, um, okay, okay. Are, are the women like kind of slutty? Like, was your mom? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Um, this kid's fucked. I kid. know, I know, I know. My mother was an angel. She's my mom literally lives it to the T though. She's Ooh. not like most religious people, probably like probably like your folks. <laughs> <laughs> that half ass it. I feel like your mom doesn't get mad though. No, she's pretty good at debate debate. She's, she's not like closed minded and she'll she'll try to talk to you about it and like I always ask my mom though, I say, so in paradise, when we go to, so when you go to paradise, does it talk about the Jehovah's Witnesses talk about, do you keep your memories? When you go to paradise in paradise on earth is like perfect. Everyone's perfect. They just live in this blissful eternity. And I ask her, do you keep your memories? She's like, well, you keep the good ones, but you don't keep the <laughs> bad ones. Well, I'm like, well, then that's not you anymore. So, so. Just, heaven is just like their spirits floating around or something. Heaven is the 144,000 that go help. Only 144? Yep. And they're, and they're pre-choosing. Who's pre keeping count, though? Who's keeping count? You know if you're part of the 144,000. Like, I remember there was an elder that came and gave talks at our church that was part of the 144,000. <laughs> Jesus. You want to laugh and mock at it? Well, we'll see where you're at here in 70 years. <laughs> oh, God. That's funny. So, okay. So, stoicism. They don't so, have you any... stoicism? Is that your religion? I don't have a religion, brother. I'd say you're you're a little bit of all of it. Yeah, why can't we be a little bit of all of it? Sprinkle. We a can, bit. we can, we can. Right. Um, yeah, interesting shit. But that's probably good for the day. I feel like I could go off about religion shit for so long. Um, that's good. Thanks for our anonymous friend for coming in. We'll have you on again, and then maybe we'll not make you anonymous next time. So. <laughs> The Red Hawk Recap is sponsored by patreon.com slash Red Hawk Academy to where I'm putting up um, putting up different ways to eat. Like we just put up a video on how we, we cook these organic veggies to make them so goddamn good. We're putting up uh, techniques, MMA techniques, um, all, all kinds of stuff. Solo talks on Patreon and on Patreon, the Red Hawk Recap, it comes out early. So it'll be early released every week on there. And then... How many more days for your your sweatshirts? I think by the time this comes out, probably like one more day. So you'll probably have one more day to order. JXOlder.com. Boom. Yeah. Throw a link up. Fucking. There we go. Oof. All right. See you guys next week. Peace. Peace.